Get this, the global water and sewage industry is currently sized at $630 billion for this year, and a portion of this is the all-important pipe and repair market valued at $88 billion. But for all its worth, this sector is still being plagued by manual and antiquated processes, slow-moving systems, high costs, and a lack of innovation. Now imagine if this space could be disrupted by technology on a global scale that could not only cut costs in the hundreds of millions, but also automatically detect failures, improve sanitation, and even provide a complete map of a city's entire water network. Today, we're going to be taking a look at one company doing exactly this. Let's dig into it. Let's face it, most of the world's population take our smooth, running water infrastructure for granted. Access to clean water from just about anywhere and managed sewage systems are luxuries we as a society now rely upon 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. But what happens if something goes wrong in the system? I think we would all agree that all of us would struggle and just in the same way we would if there was a power blackout. Everything would just stop. And you know what? Things like this happen every day, and it's an issue that cities have to deal with on a regular basis. The problem is that it currently costs millions of dollars of taxpayers' money per year to identify, fix, and repair these issues. But what happens if there was a better way? Fortunately, there's one company that's paving the way for this revolution, and they're called Vapar. They're an Australian-based startup founded by two engineers who were basically fed up with the old manual process of doing things. They started Vapor because they simply wanted to solve a problem, but a problem that was so pervasive, there was an unbelievable opportunity for the taking. Here's co-founder and CTO Michelle Aguilar explaining how they got started. So Vapor started back in 2018 when uh, my high school and uni friend Amanda uh, had been watching videos of the insides of pipes for eight hours a day looking for issues. Uh, as a civil engineering job. Uh, now, she knew that civil engineers all around the world were doing this job. Uh, so she came to me and asked me, is there some way that we can automate this? And so um, with my technical background and her subject matter know-how, uh, we teamed up and built our first version of AI that reviews the footage of uh, pipe inspections. So uh, since then, uh, we were able to scale up and prove the tech. This is a perfect example of how a specific and antiquated problem forced these founders to think outside the box and take action, and that was the key to starting their company. Now, Vapor is scaling its solution to customers all around the world. So Vapor is building artificial intelligence for pipe inspections. Uh, basically, it's important because there are thousands and thousands of kilometers of pipes underground all around the world. Uh, and they get inspected maybe once every 50 years, if that. Um, so it's a really important process of pipe inspections, but at the moment, utilities and councils just can't survey enough footage because they just don't have the resources to do it. So we uh, make the process a lot more efficient using artificial intelligence and cloud technologies, and we enable them to do the whole process a lot quicker than they can currently do it, which means that they can actually inspect more of their pipes. Using the latest in machine learning, Vapor is now developing a scalable way to automate, anticipate failures, and monitor these pipes. 
it's something much needed that is bringing about a wave of disruption to the sector. So we use artificial intelligence to basically recognize different kinds of issues within the pipes. So um, as an example, things we'd be looking for are cracking, breaking, joint displacements between the pipes. So we'll th throw a lot of images of each of those categories that we're looking for into the AI training set and teach it how to pick up those issues. So um, that way, when a new video comes through, the AI can process it and identify those issues that we've previously taught it. And it can get better with time with more data that comes in through the platform. We can retrain it to keep improving where it might be, it might have shortcomings. Um, but on the automation and cloud computing side, we can just speed up the process so much. At the moment, there's this manual handover step between the contractors who are capturing the footage and the asset owners who actually own the pipes and make the decisions about what are they going to do about it. Uh, so we enable them to do digital handoff where previously they were handing USBs and DVDs over to each other. Um, but also we can automate the repair recommendations to help them make data-driven decision-making. This is a huge gap that is being addressed by technology and it's paving the way for a new paradigm of doing these types of jobs. So our goal is to take pipe repairs from reactive to proactive. And um, basically the way we're planned to do this is to enable utilities to survey five times as many pipes as they're currently doing. That way they can get a more live view of what the condition of their networks is and, uh, and they can make decisions uh, within their budgets that can um, stop the most important issues from occurring and to mitigate future issues from happening as well. We basically want to educate um, contractors and asset owners on how to best make those decisions about their pipes and how to best utilize their budgets. So basically, uh, at the moment, not enough people understand the technicalities of the standards or the, uh, the consequences of certain issues and the likelihood of failure. So basically what we want to do is be able to pull the data together, but also the community together basically get everyone on the same page uh, where you know pipes in Australia are the same as pipes in the UK and the same as pipes in the US so we all have this shared knowledge uh, that we can then use to make everyone's pipes better. And there you go they're creating a library of information and a standard framework so that everyone are on the same page. Imagine being able to bring together all of these videos images and data points into a unified database so that every city council and municipality in the world can access. This is great news, but what's even better is that they're not slowing down anytime soon. So currently we are operating in Australia, New Zealand and the UK. So we have a pretty decent sized team here in Australia um, and a few people over in the UK as well. Um, we're planning to expand from the UK into wider Europe and also uh, into the US as well. So my co-founder Amanda is there currently doing some market exercises and uh, we're planning to basically partner up with some companies over there to continue that growth in that market. So over the next 12 months in particular, we're looking to um, further harden the product. So um, basically to uh, get it ready for scale and to improve the usability as we have more users coming on um, but also starting to work on some strategic integrations. A lot of our customers will take the data from our platform and then put it into another system like an asset management system or a GIS system. So basically we want to make it really easy for them to get the data out of our platform and into, into their next um, destination. So 
Um, yeah, we're basically looking to support those additional markets that we're expanding into, which is the US and European markets as well. And, uh, and basically that growth of the team should help us to get there. At the end of the day, they're serving a need that their customers have been needing for a long time and loving it. One of the interesting things that uh, came about from our implementation with different customers is just the pure digitization of the data and the accessibility of the data is a huge time saver for them. Uh, if they're trying to go back to a survey that they did five years ago at the moment, they're you know, searching through uh, files, they, they might be even searching through physical drives and PDFs that have been printed out even, um, whereas now it's all digitized on our platform we enable them to um, to basically make comments on the platform, store all of their data that they need that's associated with that, with those inspections on, on our platform. So it's really easy to come back to um, and to find particularly. But um, also the review process is a lot quicker for them. The utilities in particular feel like we're putting uh, the control back in their hands because they're able to then make adjustments to uh, what's being reported by the contractors if they feel that something is more important or less important based on their asset management plan needs. If you want any more information on Vapar and what they're building, check out the links in the show notes below. I'm excited about this transformation because it's a strong signal that technology is slowly but surely disrupting these industries and it's about time. We're about to see a wave of innovation take place and we're only getting started. So that's it. I hope you enjoyed watching or listening to this episode wherever you are. If you like any of this content, please go ahead and give us a like or even subscribe to both our channel and podcast so we can make sure that you're kept up to date with the latest episodes. And finally, we're always on the lookout for amazing founders disrupting the future of industries. So if you're one of them, drop us a line and say hello and let us see how we can work together. You can find all of our information in the links. And remember, wherever you are, Keep building, keep innovating, and keep disrupting. I'll catch you next time.